official podcast where we dive into the best fan films, television, and literature with a modern context. I'm your moderator, Alejandro, and joining us, as always, our favorite Power Ranger, Fraser. Good afternoon, folks. Uh, go, go, Power Rangers. It's morphin' yeah, time. Uh, yeah, we should be called Power Rangers or still Retro Raiders. Retro Rangers. Power Rangers. Power up. Power up. Which, which one? You, which color you like? Which color Power Ranger? Um, it really depends on the season. The Green Power Ranger was the, the original one. It was I, great, but... Um, yeah, no, it depends on the season, man. Because like, I've, I've watched enough Power Rangers to understand, like... They don't always have like the same personality type or anything associated with which color Power Ranger. The only consistent is the red one is always the oh, leader. Oh, speaking of the red one, you never saw that episode where they gather all the red. Yeah, Power Forever Ranger. Red. Forever yeah. Red. Yeah. <laughs> that was an amazing show. All the old red Power Rangers. Yeah, that was actually pretty awesome. I think that was one of the clips I saw on YouTube before I started watching the show. I'm like, oh, that's uh, nice. got a mythology to this show, you know, and it carries through, so. Yeah, shout out to uh, all our Red Rangers, you know, Red Forever Rangers. Red. And uh, I think I was more like into Black uh, Power Ranger. Oh, Zach, the original one, or? Yeah, but you know, they got it got better with the movie, the first movie. Yeah, they switched. Um, they switched actors on it. Uh, it's something about contract disputes. Oh uh, well, that's something that that can't even sort, can't figure out. Hmm. I know the first movie was actually pretty fun, but Turbo was pretty terrible, right? The Turbo movie. They don't even have any action scenes. Like they sort of drive around a lot. There's a scene where they're like on a pirate ship for no reason. It's like, <laughs> why are they on a boat? You know, don't they have giant robots that can fly? Why, why, do they need, why do they need a boat? Hey, man. It's like the episodes of Simpsons where they made like a reboot of... Um, you know the car that's big? What's the name? Dark Knight? No, Batman. Oh, the Batmobile. No, not the Batmobile. Ah, oh, man, I forgot the name in English. It's like Michael. I'm your car. I'm like, oh, um, Night Rider. Night yeah. Rider, and then becomes <laughs> it's a boat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, some of those old cars, the way they were built, they probably would float though. Just like how big the, <laughs> how large and how hollow the body was on some of those old cars. Anyway, you know what? Speaking of old cars. There was no interesting-looking old cars in Friday the 13th Part 2. To be honest, as a, okay. as a fan of old-school uh, aesthetics for things like cars... Hey, there was a Volkswagen set in there with a... Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, the Volkswagen van that they had. Yeah. Um, um, you know what? This movie... So Sean just, demanded we do it, and then he's not yeah, here to record it's, it. It's... We're recording uh, uh, because it's uh, Friday the 13th. Happy birthday, whoever... Uh, as a better than Friday 13, uh, that's the case for Jason. I guess uh, we're uh, reviewing part two out of the how many parts we have of uh, Friday 13? I don't know. This movie back uh, 19, it's from the ni 1981. Wasn't there 10 in the original series and Freddy versus Jason and a reboot, and now there's Freddy versus Jason 2 Man, on the way? I don't know why this is so popular when the first couple are so bad. Like, do they get better or something? You know, okay. email us, fans, because I'm not a fan of this genre of, of movie. So, yeah, for some reason, because, yeah, because it's Friday 13 and we have uh, 10 movies to review, that's that's sadly the, the ongoing joke but for Sean. So Yeah, whatever. but he's not even here. He's sitting at home laughing at us for, yeah. <laughs> for watching these movies. Oh, he's looking at, at the mirror. Um, I mean, this is the kind of movie you don't need the Blu-ray version because, like, it's not going to look good no matter what. 
<laughs> All right, like okay, I just rented the movie just as an eye because it's like I don't feel like even trying to find these on a DVD. <laughs> and um, you rent where did you rent it from? On oh. Xbox. Oh, you rented it digitally. Okay. Yeah, it's like you know what? We're just gonna give it a try to see how good it looks. It's like oh man. I'll say this though it started off and I'm like is this just going to be like a, one of those flashback movies because that was the thing they used to do where they would shoot a little bit of new footage and then just repackage the yeah, original movie I, like I like it was that all touch. Yeah, it felt like a like um, you know like Netflix makes us like a, a different season and mm-hmm. they give you like a summary like a re- oh, the recap yeah. <laughs> the recap <laughs> the recap is almost like a trailer only you play it after the movie and, and, anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah and, go ahead. and you can tell they got more budget because of the graphics at the beginning. You just Friday the Thirteenth, and then explodes for some reason. And then part two, like oh, okay. was it three D or something? Yeah, it wasn't three D. So it's like back, was, in, back in the eighties, was like, whoa, man, you got three D. They still, there. they still couldn't afford a hockey mask, though. No, and isn't that, that's what this film franchise is famous for? All right, folks, when does the hockey mask actually show up? It was part I think three, it's right? in the third one, in the final chapter. I'm, I don't know. I'm not looking for it. Part three is the final chapter. Three out of ten movies. Is the yeah, is the final, and then the fourth one is oh, the man. new beginnings or something like that. But uh, in this movie, clearly they got a little bit more budget. There's more crew, and there's not that awful Fresno that they flash yeah, the one in front of yeah. the storm. I mean, quick thinking on part of whoever was working on that, doing what you can with what you got. We we very much appreciate that, but at the same time, it's just a little silly. Yeah, but uh, and is, they repeat the same like. Yeah, they did that at the beginning, although it didn't carry through the whole movie the way it did in the first one. Oh my god! Like they weren't actually telegraphing every single death. Um, okay. Speaking of telegraphing things, I feel like there's this one t- scene where this girl saying at the bar gives a monologue about Jason trying to be like analyze it. That was 100 percent the writers trying to defend the first movie. They're like, "What if Jason? You know, what if this?" What? Okay, I thought it was I'm more like, like a drunk talk. I thought it was 100 percent just them responding to criticism. It was like, there's you remember that one line in Rick and Morty where he's like, "Well, summer maybe some people find the randomness funny, and you're just being too up to something like that." Just being too uptight, like it, you can tell the writers wrote it in to address the criticisms. I I guess so, but uh, just let's just give a little bit briefing to your um, listeners. So this is a sequel of after five years of or how many years? Five years? Two months? I don't, I, I don't know. Camp I Crystal Lake Massacre, and uh, we start with Alice Hardy, the sole survivor of the first movie. Yeah, I like the fact that he somehow managed to find her address and break in and kill her, get away with it, even though he's some, like, deranged man-child that lives in the woods. How did he even get there? How did, like... It just doesn't make sense. And then later on in the movie, they're like... The guy's like, oh, did somebody really fall out of a canoe here once or something like that? I'm like, is that the, the big event? That's the part of what happened in the first movie that people remember? Like, all the dead people, but some girl who fell off a canoe and survived is the one thing that you're all... It's like, yeah, but... You know. So, as always in a Friday 13 movie, uh, we all we jump into a killing spree, but this time it's not the Jason's mother, it's uh, actually Jason. Although Jason's mother does sort of have a cameo at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good for, like, horror movie. That's like classic horror movie where it's something... You know, disgusting and scary rather than just, you know, blah, look, I'm going to jump out and kill you. <laughs> I got you. On to the next scene where somebody else is going to get got. 
Yeah. And uh, and then this uh, sequel, um, they they're in, in a new camp that is like right beside the camp Crystal Lake when the, this crazy massacre happened. And also we have the same trope. The officers like, hey, why are your kids snooping around in this camp? It's forbidden. You should reprehend them. Okay. They finally kill that guy. So Jason's like, can you stop warning people away, dude? <laughs> I'm and, trying to kill uh, people. And those kids didn't get a second serving for dessert. But um, I don't know. Like Those kids were like the replacement of Kevin Bacon scene of the first one. Yeah. There was even... The guy even looked... I Googled it. I'm like, it's not John Bon Jovi, is it? <laughs> it looks so much like a young John Bon Jovi. It was not. Thankfully, because he keeps popping up by mistake completely on this show. What, Bon Jovi? Yeah, we don't like like or dislike Bon Jovi. Like, he's okay, but he keeps showing up in all these movies that we watch. It's been a while, actually. I think it was Halloween. We had, like, two in a row with John Bon Jovi. Oh, uh, yeah, The Cry Wolf or something? Like that? Yeah, there was Cry Wolf. What was the other one that he was in, though, where it was, like, really unexpected? Is My Life musical? The music <laughs> video? Oh, there was something else. Oh, man. I'd have to look into the archive. I'm sure all the true fans of the show remember, but apparently one of the producers does not. But yeah, no, John Bon Jovi look-alike gets killed much in the same way of Kevin Bacon with his he girl. Gets, he gets pierced? Yeah, they get, they get like, spear. Where do you even get a spear? Is that, like, a, a fishing, like, a spear fishing uh, that's gun? That's what I understand. Okay, here my first impression when I watch the movie is, like, okay, well, I'm ready to go. They gather all the counselors... Like, for some reason, it's like, okay, this is a shitty job because you're counselors in this camp. And I see the the guy, the silly guy who, who pulls this prank with the mask and the spear. Like, okay, this guy is going to get so killed. Oh, is that where the spear is from? Yeah, no, yeah. I remember that. I remember and then, well, and then, and then Oh, I that was what tipped you off about he's going to get killed? Just the fact that he's in the movie at all wasn't what tipped you and, off about And it's like, okay. And the other guy is like, oh, the wheelchair guy, he's so dead. I felt really bad when he said the lines like, I'm not going to leave the rest of my life in this chair. And, and yeah, then, like, I a rolled, bit yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard that I think I saw my brain in that moment. Uh, but the other the other, the other um, character that I said, like, oh, she's she's also so that is the one with the dog. And mm. also the dog, Muffin. And the dog lived, though, didn't it? Yeah, the dog one? lived. But like, you know, I feel like the dog plot everything because it's the only sort of survivor. Hmm. Anyways, let's go with the what your, the killings. The most the range one that I've, I I saw was and also kind of lame and pathetic was the wheelchair guy. Like he yeah, was he, just, he just out. <laughs> didn't even have to chase him or anything. And then like, but and he fell down the stairs and like that it was clearly like a dummy going down the stairs. <laughs> and like and they start freeze frame on. I'm like I guarantee they freeze frame before the chair tipped over and you could tell it was a dummy. No, but the thing is like. We never saw those stairs, and for some reason they have to be some stairs in the middle. They of the should camp. have installed a wheelchair ramp for that scene <laughs> to make it accessible. Sorry, folks, we're not trying to make fun of you if you're in a wheelchair. We're making fun of the movie. But but it's like, okay, he just waiting outside there in the porch to get killed, and then out of the blue, this shot of him falling from the stairs, like. I feel like that's a homage to Potemkin. You know that scene with the um, with the stroller falling from the other steps. That's an old movie, a Russian old movie. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what it reminded me of? Weirdly enough, it hadn't come out yet. But um, what? Big Trouble, Trouble, Big Trouble in Little China, the scene where Kurt Russell's going back in the wheelchair. And he's oh yeah, yeah. 
But I, I guess I guess that's. A, I guess yours is probably the better. Yes, Battleship Potemkin is the classic one of somebody rolling down the stairs. Although that movie was actually shot better than this one, you know. Uh, and but, and uh, the Untouchables did also an homage. Yes, sir. They did, and also uh, was it Naked Gun two or three? They did with O.J. Simpson. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember. No, oh man. Alright, um, so that was kind of the sad one, and the other one that I say like, okay, this is so irrelevant, and I just like it's just Jason Bate is when the, this girl with the dog muffin just goes for a random night swim. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Like, but I mean, I guess they had to sell the movie somehow, and they had nothing, sure, sure, I nothing get it. worthwhile to show. So. And uh, oddly enough, the, the guy who pulled the prank with the mask and the spear and asking at the bar, hey, there's our after hours around here, they're sure they are, is the only one who survives. Because yeah. he didn't go back. <laughs> because he he go to after hours, you know. Have you been in an after hours, kind of? I don't know what that means exactly. In okay, it's when, when bars, clubs shut down, there's like another establishment, so what they open later. Oh, okay. No, I've never... No, no. I don't stay out late that much unless I'm at work late. Yeah, don't stay out uh, late, man. You're. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's talk about what we didn't like about. <laughs> Basically everything. Um, yeah, it's just I think if the problem is it's just really not our genre. So this is sort of two non-horror fans, and and let's face it, like we can talk well about horror films. Like we all liked Jacob's Ladder, and I think Sean liked Hellraiser, same as me. You know, there are good ones if they're well done. It just this one did feel like a bunch of I, I feel like I'm an old fuddy duddy critic saying, but it did feel just like it was a bunch of jump scares meant for you to, you know, toss your popcorn in the air like, oh no. Like it just there wasn't there wasn't really a point to the whole story. You know? It I, didn't really there there was no real It felt like commentary. part two actually. It really did feel like part two. <laughs> yeah, I can say that we can say that positively enough. Yeah, and you know the part two, it's part two because we saw the bicycle guy that said, you are doomed, and for some reason he's there. Yeah. And, and he gets killed, too. He's just, uh, he gets killed so Jason can stop having him warn everyone away. I guess he was a little too successful you know, at that. But I don't know why he appeared in the middle of the woods. He's just a weird guy, all right? No, okay, I think... <laughs> they want to kill all the characters okay, from the first movie. Okay, it's because he's Paul and Jeannie who are, like, having an affair or whatever, and... And, and Jeannie is the assistant of Paul. And I guess that guy said, like, hey, there's a conflict of interest. You're not supposed to kiss your assistant. But, like, what is it, his business? Yeah, like, I mean, he's not wrong, I guess. But, like, he's not part of the whole enterprise in any way. He's not a client. He's not a co-worker. He's not but an investor, he, you know. But but he's a guy who points out conflict of interest. It ain't right. He, uh, he died for his troubles, so... <laughs> <laughs> Can't say he didn't 100% like you know ask for it by going to the place he was warning people away from. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like he's just like nobody go there, and then he goes there anyway, and he gets killed. So yeah, just to kind of beeping on people, I guess. All right. Well, you know what? Yeah, I, I gotta say this one. I don't think I'll be watching it again. You ever? You and I watched the first one like around Thanksgiving at my parents' place, and, yeah. it, and we both started chuckling through parts of it, and. This one I watched by myself, and I was still like, man, this is just not that... It's like they, it's sort of like a low-effort, you know, money-grab type movie. I yeah, didn't understand honestly, how these were I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but we always get to, you and I, to review horror movies. Remember when we were reviewing 
for a school, uh, the cabin in the woods. Yeah, that was a long. Yeah, no, it was a long time ago. But yeah, yeah, I know I got in trouble a little bit for uh, for that for making too many jokes. I know. Thing is, I find presentations in class go better if you throw in a couple jokes. And to be honest, oh my you guys covered all the important points. So basically, all I said was jokes. <laughs> So yes, I know, probably not my best moment, but I was like, all right, what else can I do? I'll just keep people interested. And anyway, uh, we won't uh, dwell on that one too much. I didn't really like Cabin in the Woods that much either. I liked it better than this one because it had more stuff going on. It was good up until the ending. It's one of those movies, the ending ruined it for me. I was like, oh, come on. But That's a cop I, I mean, I, I guess Cabin in the Woods is... You, when you see that movie, you know that the genre is worn off. You know what? It would have been better if it had been starring Kevin Bacon and John Bon Jovi yeah. and Bruce Campbell. Yeah, right? you know and that. And then three random girls because they're always just no-name actresses who get killed anyway in these movies. Um, no offense. It's just that's the way it seems to be in these slasher films. It's, uh, it's called the male gaze. Yeah, it sort of seems that way. It's just like if you want to see like an actual good part written for a woman, it has to be like a drama you know, like if it's an action movie or a horror movie, it's going to be a bunch of dudes uh, and there's like a couple of girls in the Speaking of good drama background. and female leads, I watched the Red Sparrow. And What's that one about? I don't even know, man. And I watch it. It's a, it's a spy so movie. It's a spy, movie. A spy okay. movie, but after watching it, it's like, you know what? Atomic Blood is not that bad. <laughs> it's just Jennifer Lawrence with a Russian accent all over and... All right. Well, yeah, you know yeah, what? You know yeah, what? we'll we'll leave it at that, I guess, for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two because we're tapering off. Uh, final score. You want to give uh, back in the day score first? Uh, the I don't retro know, man. Papa Sean is not here, so we can go a little bit more out of script. So from, can we grade it first? From uh, it's A B C D. I don't know why he's a teacher and that's why he does the A B C D. He's e, grading these F. papers at the end of the yeah. At the end of the day. So okay, I'm gonna do my flexible rating um, grading. From give me back my money to wow, this is better than Avengers Infinity Wars. Uh oh. Where where stands this movie? I think it stands in the I'm gonna forget about this as soon as the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, if I have to assign a letter grade, I will sign for a retrograde, probably a B, because like I said back then, it's not like what do you really have to compare this to? Um, some of the best Mad horror movies, movies had already been made. Some of the best horror movies wouldn't be made for a long time. It sort of seems like the early to mid-80s, there wasn't much other than this kind of movie. So, yeah, I'd probably give it a B par, you know? You know, for me, it's a C. For retro? For both, you know? what? It's like, um, I don't even know why we're watching Friday movies anymore. Just we should be watching Friday. Ice Cube's Friday on these. Oh my god! I don't know. Instead of Friday Thirteenth, where we watch Freaky Friday, that's a little more interesting. Yeah, you know what? I I swear. I say if we ever have to do a Friday Thirteenth again, we should just do the third one and then call it a day. Uh, I think Troy said either the third or the fourth one is the best. So maybe do like one more because like I can understand like if they keep getting more popular and better. Like this one was slightly better than the first one. But only because of the budget, not because like the acting was still pretty bad, you know. And yeah. like there was that one girl who walks around wearing like almost no clothes the whole time. I'm like, I don't know if she was a career actress or just like a, a dancing waitress at a cocktail club that they hired just to walk around in this movie. No offense, it's just. And then I, the one guy like what, what other, chasing okay. after his car getting towed. I'm like, look, I'm with the tow truck driver here. I don't like these characters. 
You park there, you get and, towed, you and know? The other part that kind of pisses me off is when uh, Paul and Jason are, like, rolling on the floor. And Ginny's just, like, calling Paul, like, Ginny, God, it's a killer. Why you Paul, don't do something? Paul, It's like, what, Ginny? What, Ginny? I'm, I'm just hugging here. What do you Jason. want, Ginny? I'm just here rolling on the floor with Jason. I'm a little busy right now, Ginny. I'll get back I, to you later. I have the elephant man on my, on my back here. Um... Yeah, that's what I say. Like, yeah, I guess the script is not calling for more here. And uh, also the awful sweater of uh, Jason's mom. Yeah, that was kind of gross. I will say this. I will give it a, uh, for modern grade. I'll give it a C, or no, actually, sorry, I'll give it a D. And the only reason it's not an F is because of that scene with like the shrine to the mother, where it was like, that's a creepy horror movie thing, and it's not just a cheap, cheap thing. Someone had to actually think it out and put it together, and it really was creepy. It reminded me a little bit of, um, I think, oh man, this is going way back. Remember Elder Scrolls Oblivion, the Dark Brotherhood storyline? There's like the one assassination where you have to like listen to the head of somebody's mother because it's got a ghost attached to it and there's a weird shrine. That's what it reminded me of. I'm wondering if that was an homage to it maybe. And I, I anyway, don't think so, but... point is, I thought that was creepy. That was actually good horror movie stuff and I wasn't laughing at it, so... I do wonder where you got like a pick though. There wasn't a mine around that lake, was there? I don't know. Same reason I didn't understand about the spear, I guess. How about you? What is your modern grade? Modern grade. Uh, modern grade is like, oh, is that movie exist? Um, I say, man, it's a D. I mean, all right. It's just another. I'm gonna say these movies are part of the compound effect that Friday the Thirteenth saga has. Yeah, you know, it's sort of, it, it's maybe they build into something, but like, I'm probably not going to watch the third one unless Sean makes us for, for the show. No, I'm going to suggest to watch Freaky Friday. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Freaky Friday. I remember that with, with uh, Lindsay Lohan before she went crazy. Yeah, let, and, let me see how... And the girl from Halloween. Oh, that really? That movie is from like 2002 or something. Yeah, the mom was played by the lady who was in the first Halloween movie. Really? What's her name again? Oh, it's like... Julia it's 2003 that movie uh, and, yeah man 15 years ago Heather Hatch are you, are you looking uh, no, at the no, 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 no. wait who's in this one yeah I just remember Lizzie Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Lee Curtis that was it yeah she, Jamie Lee Curtis was the original Halloween lady also they're doing one final Halloween with her apparently really yeah I remember they announced it they're gonna release it like next year on Halloween um, Halloween movies are good, actually. I think... I, I've only seen the first one, but I'll say it was better than um, Friday the 13th. It was still kind of boring, though. It was just like, well, I don't like any of these characters. And I don't feel sad when they get killed off. But at least they tried to explain Michael Myers' character a little bit more. And yeah, although, now that I think of it, Friday the 13th is really similar to it. I wonder if it really I feel was like just a rip -off. these movies, the longer they stay, like... Re the more that you reboot it, become like a Chucky movie. Yeah, but those movies start out supposed to be kind of funny, right? Wasn't it the joke was like it's a slasher movie, but it's like the least threatening. I, I don't know, like monster. the they. I saw the trailer of the last Chucky movie, like Chucky Gold or whatever. Chucky goes west. Chucky. Goes Chucky <laughs> in space. Chucky in space. Chucky. There's also the Leprechaun movies. One of them was like Leprechaun in the Hood oh, Part man, 2. Oh, man, but those are they're funny to watch. Yeah, the Leprechaun. The first Leprechaun movie has Jennifer Aniston in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it was before she was on Friends, so she's like, I guess that's all she could get. But still, it's funny. 
And so I pointed out, like, the original poster is just a picture of the leprechaun. Then when they did, like, the DVD release, like, 15 years later, the, po the poster is, like, a picture of the leprechaun, but then a big picture of Jennifer Aniston, because that's, like, the only way they could sell the movie, <laughs> was they had someone actually famous. I remember, I, I, remember you, I, I watched once this, that movie with my father, like, okay, I don't know how that, that guy survived, because they got hit with a tube. In the face, but still keeping it like, where's my gold? Where are my coins? Oh my god, you can It's pretty bad. Anyway, all right, I guess we should sign off now. There's no trivia today. No trivia, thank god. And um, it, I think we found it to be a fairly trivial pursuit with Sean away. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Um, good puns, too. Um, thank you, thank you. I, I do try a little bit from time to time. So, uh, you want to sign off here? You want to... Yeah, you know, take care, spike your hair, and uh, let's go to lunch. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in once again. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you very much, and uh, see you next time. The Retrograders Podcast releases new episodes every Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play for your convenience. If you'd like to hear more from Retrograders, check us out at facebook.com forward slash retrogradorspodcast. We also post regularly on Twitter and Instagram at retrogradorspod. If you really want to get in touch with us or have your burning questions answered on air, send an email directly to retrogradorspodcast at gmail.com and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. From everyone here at Retrograders, thank you and catch you next week. Just remember to look at the stars. <laughs>